1: Podcast with Matt and Tommy. We are here for car launch numbers What are we on? Eight? Nine. Nine. There's only one left. One Alpine left? Tomorrow, I'll tomorrow and that's it. We're... That's it. Flown by. Of course, if you are listening in your ears, you've just heard the co-founder, Tom Bellingham, uh, who still hasn't introduced me as the co-founder yet. I've just had to kind of force it out of him. But either or, the Mercedes 2023 F1 car launch is finally here. It's happened. It's out. And oh, my God, it is so good looking. It's actually my favorite livery of the year and we're going to get into why very shortly tom bellingham i feel like maybe you aren't as excited as me maybe just a, just a smidgen off the top in terms of how excited you are but still enjoying it quite a bit yeah
2: it's a, it's a cool look uh, we'll go into the reasons for it and what we think about it but the, the one one of the things that's quite funny is it actually got leaked all all this all this stuff i i managed to not see it thankfully Uh, It was Patronus, actually, that managed to leak it. Of all things, they did a test stream and then were still live. So they took the covers off. Um,
1: I just watched it now because uh, I wanted to see what the actual leak was. Right. Should we talk about the livery first and foremost? I am in love with it. I am staring right now at the side-on, like the full, like flat to the ground side-on approach. And it looks... So good. When I look at that, I don't think I would change anything. Now, of course, Mercedes have gone back to black, uh, which is what all cars seem to be doing this year. But the way in which they've done it, with the Patrona stripe on the side, with the vibrant, driver number as well. I I I wouldn't change anything. Of course, some people are of the opinion that they wanted it silver and that's kind of uh, more Mercedes-like, but I love the black. I love the black car before, I love the black car now. It is, and I'm going to straight up say it perfection. I I wouldn't wow. change anything.
2: I yeah, looking at it, um it's basically last year's car but they've switched the silver and black so like the the turquoise line they've got a tiny little bit of a silver line as a nod to the the silver arrows but yeah gone for the black and by by saying they've gone for the black it's not black it's obviously carbon um for weight saving so i guess bad side out the way i'll get the negative stuff out the way and this is what i imagine a lot of other people that don't like it feel um is that i would i absolutely love this i think it looks awesome The only downside, I think, is the fact that we've had so many carbon cars this year that I think when we see it on the grid, it'd be a shame that we've not got a kind of painted car. Um, However, as a standalone livery, boy, does it look good. Uh, We were saying before this that I actually, dare I say, the black is almost more iconic to to me as someone that obviously even me as the old man that I am wasn't around in the 50s to see the uh I know shocking right I wasn't no I oh, wasn't there.
1: I thought you were good friends with Juan Manuel
2: Fangio. No, we were besties, yeah. But um <laughs> yeah the the silver arrows, that was like a, a different era and now like everything that Hamilton did um you know with the with the black Mercedes and winning that seventh title and stuff it almost feels more iconic, and i'm gonna I'm gonna shout out my wife, Katie, that's not Katie Fairman for the hundredth time, but my wife Katie, that had some big brain thinking, and I think this is very clever, is that the silver arrows, if you know the story of why Mercedes um were the silver arrows, it's because they painted the car and they needed to scratch all the paint off so technically this is this is like a nod to that, having carbon because they've scratched the paint off, and it kind of works with the whole mercedes legacy of scratching paint off to to save weight so i think i think that's actually really clever
1: but, i mean they've absolutely hit the jackpot with it tommy yeah. i'm sure that is not the primary uh, reasoning for why they've gone for carbon uh, no, is because it's because oh, so to our legacy no it's to gain time on track but either or if they
2: want to use that though
1: yeah they and i'm sure they it. will um they will absolutely it's uh but hopefully because of course the last time they did a nod to that legacy they ended up in the wall several times in germany 2019 um yeah so.
2: let's just hope netflix isn't like it's is not a mercedes <laughs> special this year cuz otherwise they're not doing well but you absolutely. you mentioned the the numbers actually that that is one thing that is a a big w because i am i am one of these people that will never get used to the t cams i'm sorry for all the the people that know the T-cam colors and all this kind of stuff. Um, And now we can't see the driver helmets because of the halo. Bright, vibrant numbers, which they were meant to be having, by the way. There was this rule, maybe 2017, was it or something, where they started putting the numbers bigger and they've kind of gone back to being hidden again. But Mercedes on a black car, they've gone for Hamilton with that kind of electric yellow um, kind of thing. And then George Russell, bright, Bright green, which maybe would have gone blue, but uh, it's still cool. Like you're going to be able to tell the difference between them, which is really nice.
1: Absolutely. Now, apparently Toto Wolff did say that story. Uh, we just clearly weren't listening on the oh, car wow, launch. He did. Um, because we're live on Twitch right now, Matt P1 Tommy, if you haven't followed us already. Uh, and he did actually say that story. So maybe we switched off at that time when the car was launched. But either or... It wasn't um, the, yes. the
2: most interesting.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, it, it was a hard a hard act to follow uh, after Ferrari. Um, because Ferrari was vibes. It had a grandstand. They took the car out live during uh, during the actual you know launch it was amazing to watch whereas like look mercedes have their own thing they have their own way of doing it i'm just not sure the combination of you know us europeans in the morning we've just got up to watch the car launch and it is quite a chill environment isn't it to say the least very very sort of mercedes yeah. it's it always has a similar style to it doesn't it um so yeah, quite difficult to to get that the real hype up. But when the car came out, um, I, I did certainly uh, wake up quite quite drastically, and it was great to see uh, this this new car. I would not change a thing, and yeah, well done. Ten out of ten for me. Ten out of ten. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is
2: very very nice. I'd probably oh, what would I change? Like looking at it, I'm like oh, I'd change something. I'd maybe put a bit bit more silver on there, but no, I think they've done it extremely well. Uh, the actual car itself, still, still no side pods. So we, I think we had a, we were umming and auring whether they would go with it. I mean, this is classic off-season and reports where you get these things where where people go. Reports from Berkeley say they're going to have massive side pods, and then two weeks later, it's no, they're going to stick with their side pod philosophy.
1: Um, I suppose yeah, no, though, no, when no when, when we get to car launch season and all of this. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to run no side pods just because they may run it in shakedown for a few laps around Silverstone, right? So you're saying that actually
2: the car's going to be 300 foot wide um, and have the biggest side pods you've ever seen. And yes, then they, they can't be overtaken. Yeah. Hope they get pole at Monaco and they're sorted. Yeah. The absolutely.
1: But look, not, not all is, is to be sort of. Um, analyzed as what will be in round one as we all know as Formula One fans many things can change but it does seem that way that they're going down the route again of no side pods and and fair enough like they made a big step over the course of last year in terms of improvement of performance so clearly they were figuring out how to work the car and into this year perhaps they think they can take another step up with this philosophy so that'll be interesting to watch let's now move on to the the thoughts on the launch then we've we've kind of tapped on it a little bit Quite chill, quite calm, of course, you had Natalie Pinkham and Naomi Schiff hosting, which was the same uh, presenting lineup as last year, and didn 't have any chat from younger drivers from Mercedes this year was there they, they kind of cut that one and just had Lewis and George and Mick Mick there in in yeah. Mercedes overalls, which is strange to see. We were discussing a little bit weren 't we on uh, on Twitch earlier before we started recording this that we were wondering where would Mick actually go? Will this be a stepping stone potentially into a Mercedes or a different team is going to be a difficult thing for Mick, despite him being in you know the Mercedes outfit as you know as a reserve driver it doesn't necessarily mean he's got the keys to open the door to a a, a race seat anytime soon does it
2: no we mentioned Ocon and how Ocon sort of uh, was an F1 driver and then he couldn't get a seat so he took the Mercedes reserve role but sorry Mick fans but Uh, the difference was there that Ocon was hyped. Uh, You know, he had a very good debut season at Force India. um, And there was a lot of hype around him and he performed really well. And a lot of people thought, you know, this guy really, really needs a seat. Whereas Mick obviously didn't have a particularly good year last year. I think he's putting it politely. Um, And I almost feel like Mick needs to get in a car, even if it's just kind of a midfield car. Um, just to kind of show what he can do with a bit more experience. um, I think it would be a huge risk, even though you kind of alluded to it that uh, Hamilton will leave eventually at some point. Uh, do, Do they make George the number one driver and put someone like Mick in? But for me, that's a big, big risk.
1: It's a big gamble for sure, because Mick has come off the back of Haas where he wasn't exactly the best you know, he made a lot of mistakes when the car was decent. And you then think if he gets plonked in a Mercedes, which you'd hope would be decent if he does get the opportunity, would he be able to deliver the results? And it, it does seem like he needs a, a Williams seat, for example. You know, that could easily be a route in uh, with the Mercedes uh, partnership there that they have uh, with the engine. So it's, It's an interesting thing to see where Mick eventually ends up, but he's got to prove himself behind the scenes, I would say, this year. He might get the opportunity uh, on the odd occasion to drive the Mercedes, which would be great for for data collection to see just how good he is uh, and then sort of move on from there. But, of course, hearing from George and Lewis as well, George's birthday, which, uh, you know, he seemed very happy to be uh, working on his birthday, um, but not not the worst day to to go and drive a Formula 1 car on your birthday. I'm sure you'd take that as well, Tommy.
2: Yeah, true. It's my dad's birthday as well. Shout out to my dad.
1: Ah, oh, shout out to Tommy's dad. Nice.
2: Very, always super supportive and has been following this P1 Venture in uh, the Twitch chat and stuff. So, so much so,
1: he's called himself Tommy P1 Dad in the chat. Is that correct? He has, yeah. Amazing. I don't know if he's, know if he's got
2: up early enough. He's not an early riser like me. Like, same as me, so <laughs> probably not. <laughs> do love a
1: lion. We do love a lion.
2: But yeah, um, George, uh, George, uh, nice nice birthday present for him to uh, to get the new car. And I'm sure, yeah, they'll be hoping, hoping it's quick because... They need to they need to come out the blocks quicker. They can't they can't have six seven races where they go. Oh, this concept isn't working again.
1: Certainly, and of course, George beating Lewis in the championship last year. Uh, how will Lewis bounce back from that? Uh, we'll have to find out. Will there be this whole testing new philosophies with the car again? Ooh. And will Lewis be the one to do it, considering? You know, perhaps Surely. maybe maybe underestimated how good George would be over the course of the season as well uh, from Lewis's mm-hmm. side. But be interesting to see how those two work together. I'm sure the rivalry will form and uh, bubble up if uh, they start winning a lot of races next year. Uh, next year? This year? Next season? This, this season? Yeah. Whatever this you want to call season. it. It feels really weird. We're 18 days away from the start of the Formula One season and your birthday as well, Tommy. I'm very excited for that first round of the season. Yeah, on
2: my
0: birthday.
1: This episode is sponsored by Tennis Channel Plus. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated French Open in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD.
2: Do you think we will get a George versus Lewis moment? Maybe not necessarily crashing, but
1: some kind of disagreement, 100%. I agree. One million percent. We saw that even last year. Like Miami, for example, they were fighting incredibly hard. Not that we saw it live on the television. Thanks, Miami TV cameras. But they went wheel to wheel pretty hard there. And, And I think Brazil as well, if Lewis had caught up to him without that minor damage, I think we could have seen some pretty close touchy racing so yeah they both fit i think they both feel like they have something to prove against each other of course lewis doesn't want to get beaten by a teammate and george sees this as you know the start of potentially his incredible formula one career and, and what a way to to start in a top team and and beat you know statistically the greatest of all time uh, so yeah there's a lot to, a lot to play for uh, and i think that both of them yeah it could get very spicy. spicy yeah mm.
2: absolutely because because if you Think back to something like Hungary, uh, when Hamilton was really quick, and they just let uh, George just let him go to chase after Verstappen because he was quicker. Um, If they're in a title fight, George is whether he's battling Hamilton in the title fight or or Verstappen or whatever, and, and they're quite close in the title. That that situation pans out very differently. I'm sure he'd put much more of a fight on the radio to say no. Because, look at look at um, Hamilton and Nico Rosberg, for example. You know, they started off besties, and then uh, as soon as they were in a title fight together, Hamilton was, you know, famously saying like, you know, I'm not sl- slowing down for Nico, and things like this. So, uh, yeah, it could it would be fascinating if it if it does happen, because boy, the spice would be good.
1: And you'd have to expect as well that George should take a step up this year. It was his first season in Mercedes last year. He's embedding himself in the team. Of course, he's been around them for a long, long time, but it's, it's very different to actually step up into the driver's seat for a whole season. He's now put in, was it, eight podiums, a victory. He beat Lewis in the championship. That is such a confidence booster going into this season. And if Mercedes aren't horrendous like they were at the start of last year, uh, I, my brain is like they are going to be back and potentially Lewis will win the world title but as i say my heart is fully with ferrari and will be overpowered at every single point this season. Uh, so that is kind the of leading on of max to verstappen. yeah exactly. <laughs> you're just pretending he doesn't exist. no 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 he does he does exist and uh, <laughs> but look mercedes were inevitable for so long it's not like i'm disrespecting max verstappen it's the sen- it's the fact that mercedes aren't usually off the pace for long uh, when you actually look at the last 8 years. so that's that's my reasoning. I don't think Max is a terrible driver. He was incredible last year and probably is the best driver on the grid. But will Red Bull be able to deliver uh, with uh, with the things going on in the background, you know, as well, and uh, them having to fight off uh, re- reduction in in testing and, and catering as well, food, you know, that sort of stuff. So uh, fascinating stuff. But I, yeah, I guess I've sort of touched upon where I think uh, they'll be this season. Tommy, what 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 does your brain say?
2: My brain says they are quicker i think i've said it in our predictions i still think max wins the title uh i think mercedes will be close my prediction is mercedes will be closer to red bull probably push them for the constructors title potentially uh but i don't see them winning the driver's title because i think it will get spicy between george and lewis and they just i think they'll just
1: naturally take points off each other throughout the season so you think right Okay, let's put that scenario. Let's let's, let's kind of let's open the scenario up a little bit. Let's dive okay. in. Okay, so let's say Lewis is alongside like a, 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 a Sergio Perez kind of number two in the sense of you don't necessarily think they're going to take as many points off each other. If Lewis is alongside Mick Schumacher, for example, yeah, who wins the title then this year?
2: Verstappen. Just, so you still uh, think Verstappen think, would think just win? I think he'd be closer. Um, I, I do. I do worry that Mercedes going forward. Uh, When when they had two competitive drivers, in Nico Rosberg and uh, and Hamilton, obviously those those two, it was fine because they were so clear. Like that, their car, Rosberg could have an absolute stinker and he'd be second. You know, Mm -hmm. I remember Russia when he locked up and was last by turn one, still finished second easily. When I think it really helped Mercedes to have a botass when we got to twenty seventeen and Ferrari had caught up a bit more, all this kind of stuff, and I think that uh, that really helped them. And I do worry that, you know, that, that could be uh, that that could be their downfall in terms of going for the drivers championship
1: fascinating stuff all of this all of this chat and it's going to end up for us, being uh, Pierre Gasly world champion because we know from our season predictions we've written <laughs> him off <laughs> yeah. and he's actually going to be incredible at Alpine uh, great stuff okay well that has pretty much wrapped up our Mercedes car launch chat We've got one to go, Alpine, tomorrow. Very exciting. Uh, We will, of course, be live on Twitch once again. Uh, If you want to come and join us, Matt, P1, Tommy will, of course, be in your ears as well uh, via the podcast and on YouTube with our lovely energetic edits. So thanks so much for watching. We'll see you very soon. And, uh, yeah, 18 days till the start of car launches. And, Tommy, you thought I'd forgotten. Final thoughts? Oh. (laughs) Damn it. Um, Yeah, one car launch to go,
2: please Please paint it. Okay, there you go. There you <laughs> Please go. put some paint on it. Especially pink, because we need we need something interesting. That's not to that you know, I I do love the Mac. I do love the Mac, but I think when we see the whole grid, particularly on a sunny day in Barcelona when it's quite low light and testing, um, pray for Crofty is all I'll say
1: yeah it's going to be uh, and as well the Alpine <laughs> thing is going to be blue and black we just know it isn't it it's just, mm-hmm. it's just going to be apparently I might have said 18 days till the launches I meant 18 days till the start of the season round one not <laughs> to the start of the launches we've just finished those good stuff alright we'll see you very soon
0: goodbye bye
2: P1 is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator
0: Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter.